Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Jesus Plus Therapy Sis. Today's episode is brought to you by our community partners, Gary Jones, Surviving Today, LLC, who is our therapist for the week, and Gifted Treats, the one-stop sweet spot. Listen, if you need something sweet, you need something done, a creative case, go to Gifted Treats. They got you, and they got reasonable prices too. Also, remember to like, share, subscribe, follow, comment, and make sure you follow us on all podcast platforms and YouTube so you can know what's going on with Jesus Plus Therapy Sis. Listen, enjoy today's episode, and remember, we are doing great things because of you. Hey y'all, we're back. Did y'all listen to episode five, like on forgiveness? Woo, we were so real and so truthful about our forgiveness process. But listen, we hope that it frees somebody. Yes? Yes. Yes, yes. So remember forgiveness is a process. But listen, we were thinking about a part too, because this chick over here decided that she wanted to talk about something else and we had already been on for like a whole hour it was like our almost second longest episode like these episodes getting longer and longer I think we get a little bit more comfortable with this thing what you think I think so too I think so too um the the more we do them I think the better we get Yes, listen, I need y'all to do us a favor. Like, we need an audience. We didn't yes. this work to get us on all these social media platforms and we on this YouTube channel and stuff. And y'all, I'm gonna need y'all to help us help some sisters out. Like, we help you, you help us. This is ticket. Yes. <laughs> listen, reciprocal. Process. Right? process. This ain't no one way relationship. This two ways. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> do we need to introduce ourselves? You think? Will we ever stop introducing ourselves? I don't think we'll ever stop doing yeah. ourselves because yeah. I hope is that every time we do an episode, somebody new is listening. They didn't yeah. know. They know who we are. So I'm gonna go ahead and do something good. Whatever day it is, <laughs> <laughs> whatever day you listening to this, hey, hey I am sure. Hey, <laughs> right, hey, hey, hey bro. <laughs> if you single, hey, <laughs> no, it's hey, boo, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, handsome, you so cute. <laughs> Okay, I am Shandrika Cook. I am the therapist piece to this equation. And I am Cynthia Cooper. And I am the Jesus piece to this equation. Yes, yes, yes. So with that being said, let's dive right into today's topic, which is, can I still say I do? Ah! Yeah. Listen, last week, so for I think we literally unintentionally have been talking about things that can make us healthier spouses, right? Because episode four is about red flags. Episode five was about forgiveness, right? 
Um, and then today we're going to talk about like, can I say I do? Like, can I still say I do? And as someone who has already said I do, this is definitely a thought and ideology that still goes on my head as I continue to age age gracefully amen (laughs) yes yes age gracefully um into a better me I wonder can I still say I do this is a thought and um kind of has my feelings because I can't I don't I, I don't know about my my prayer is father let this be your heart's desire for me that I can say I do um and so yeah that's my thought what about you well I ain't said I do yet <laughs> but do you <laughs> desire to say I do ma'am Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no bail. This for our YouTube people, like the faces she making is ugly. For the podcast people, the faces she making is so disturbing yeah. to my spirit. Like, because when I get asked this question <laughs> at the tender age of thirty five, I say no. Why? Why no? Because I'm not ready for marriage yet. I still got a lot of growing to do. I realize the older that I get and the more that I'm intentional about learning about relationships, the more I find that I'm not ready to to sacrifice myself so early. I just came into, um, uh, I say, an intermediate level of awareness of who I am. So... I ain't trying to get rid of it right now, but, what but, but, you know, I got a big old butt. Got a big old butt. Oh yeah. Sticky got a big old butt. Oh yeah. I got a big old butt. No, I don't. I got a high elbow. My- <laughs> I don't have a butt. I have a high elbow. Okay. No, you like anyway. <laughs> So, um, yes, I do eventually want to spend my life with someone. Um, I want to have someone that I, uh, share things with, you know, um, (laughs) I want to grow old with someone. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to worship with someone. I want to pray and do all of the things. Pray God. Um, that lovers do. Yes. <laughs> do all the things that lovers that lovers do. Huh? <laughs> well, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go too deep because the saints just listen. Praise God. So the saints and the ants. Yeah, them too. But I think. I do want to be in a real, I do want to be married at some point, just not right now. So what determines your right now? Um, Because last week we talked about how you don't have to be totally whole. There's not a 
quote unquote level of wholeness that you have to be in or a complete level of wholeness you have to have in order for you to be whole? Well, I've taken on this mindset that I don't want to go into any relationship at this point and not be an asset. If I can't be an asset to the person that I'm with, then what are we doing? So um, there are some financial goals that I want to reach. There are some, you know, personal life goals that I want to reach before I commit to someone. Because I don't want to be a liability to my husband. I want to bring something. I already bring the table, but I want to bring some plates. I want to bring some napkins. You know, I want to bring something of substance to add to what possibly he already has. So my whole thing is, I don't, right now, I still see there's some liabilities that I have. And that is a major contributor to, to it. So I have a question. You said there's some liabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that's your therapist voice. I don't like it when you do that to me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just had some questions. So you and then you looking down, taking notes. I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm not taking no notes. I'm just looking down. Just okay. Trying to get the thoughts together. Um, so you said this word liability multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, could these liabilities be the space for your helpmates? I'm just asking for the for me. I mean, maybe the people want to. Yeah. Why are I mean, you all up in my business? I mean, you kind of put your business out there. So I'm just asking questions. It's funny, like, know. you know, um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And that is a a very valid question. Um, they could be spaces for my mate. However, mm. She went from butt to however. Don't use, you know, butt cancels out everything. However, adds into an actual thought of some things. So you sure you want to use however? Oh, come on with the statement. I'm, I'm how, um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. See, these type of questions, they really make me think, and I don't be... I don't want to do it. I don't want to open that box. Ma'am. Because that makes me hope for that thing. And what's wrong with hope? Because not hope is hope not the seed of faith. It is, but let's be honest, I don't have faith when it comes to that right now. Hell. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. My bad for the saints. Listen, majority of us who are single and waiting have been waiting or divorced 
ease like me who are waiting to be remarried again feel the same way but that doesn't mean that we don't have the opportunity the space and the desire to do it like it is definitely necessary for us to do that thing to have that desire listen let me tell you and i tell you this all the time we are made for relationships absolutely if, if we weren't made for relationships they wouldn't be in every book of the bible you right about that and we were definitely made for relationships that allow us to be in a place of having a partner which equals up to a helpmate which equals up to a provider which equals up to someone who's willing to love us until death do us part who's willing to save that covenant of i do for us and with us and how dare we not limit how dare we limit ourselves or limit god to not even hope for the thoughts of the desires of our heart even if you don't say it he still know you desire it praise you the lord hallelujah hey amen lights amen wall <laughs> Cause you sit on here acting all silent. Well, I know that, but that still goes back to uh, some episodes we did, probably two episodes ago, where I said I still battle with that damaged can. Um, there is a lot of things that you know I still I still battle with. That's why I need to. I tell people all the time, child, listen, I still struggle. You know, and there is still residue um from previous relationships that just in my mind said you know I don't, I, don't, I don't have the time or the, the I don't you know I don't have the 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 patience but then that goes back to you forgiving yourself because if you still got residue why are you holding on to it it's not the residue for me per se, me personally. No, I'm talking the, about the residue of the person of that relationship. Oh, okay, okay. Because so I, I, I've forgiven myself. It's just that I don't, I don't think I've arrived to the place where I'm um, emotionally available to allow someone in in that capacity right now. I'm sorry. So you're not emotionally available to allow people that a person in. You're not emotionally emotionally available to allow God in. Today, no. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are because you 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 still see him as big God and not the one who's intimately trying to win your heart, and he wins your heart in various ways. So if God says, "Hey, I got an assignment for this man, and you won't let him in," then you not making way for God. You limiting him. Well, God, you go go deeper in the assignment for the man, honey. There, God. How does God get everything done? He's not going to get it. He didn't come from the heavens to get whatever you need to you. He's going to use what? People. Me. Exactly. Man. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh, did you you agree that they made a face? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't agree to make this face because you, you like make the setup. Don't you can't me. use me on me though. Yes, I, I can. Who else am I talking to? Listen, I I just know I'm not ready for a real I, I I'm know. not forcing into a relationship, but I am um I am trying to point out that you are not 
you limit yourself, you'll never be ready because you're always having this gate, this box of, oh, I'm not ready because of X, Y, and Z. Instead of saying, you know what, God, I feel uncomfortable in this, but I trust you with this. So whenever you deem me ready, not I'm not ready because I don't operate in my time and I operate in your timing. So God, if you see fit for me to be ready, help me prepare my mind and my heart to be fit for the readiness because I may be limiting myself. I may be in a place of hindering you from doing a great work because I keep saying I'm not ready. Roll your eyes again. I will drive to Huntsville, Alabama and find you. Uh, you just, you run me low. I don't be wanting you to read me. No, I, I, we be asking God for everything big, but be want to tell him what we want big at. Exactly. Well, then we're not letting God be God. If we telling him what we want big to be at, then that's not allowing him to be God fully. We only allow him to be God in the places we're comfortable at. You're right. Y'all, listen, if I could, I would. And we in the same room. Jesus will have to come and get her together. You're right. No, I'm being honest. You're right. I know and that is honest. a that is an area in my life that I definitely struggle in um, because there is a there's a fear of rejection still there. Um, there is a fear of abandonment still there. Um, and these are things that I, I know and I'm still um, trying to process through. You know, I don't I I don't take it for granted that um, I'm still healing in a lot of areas. And let me tell you, excuse my language, but a Negro come through here, no, a ninja come through here and step on something and trigger something. Child, you know my song. Do you know my song? No, what song? You got so many. She's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> she gonna be gone. Like she, baby, your girl is out. But then you. Uh, but here's the thing: you don't want to be healed. How do you know you're healed unless you are faced with the thing that broke you? How do you know? That's like telling the addict, uh, Addison, hey, I've, I've been drug free for 20 years. But the only reason they've been drug free for 20 years is because they've never been around their drug of choice or in the spaces where their drug of choice is. So it's easy for them to be drug free. They've never been in the space. If they've been locked up in the house and they get their groceries delivered and they don't watch TV or the only session they get is Bonanza and... <laughs> And PBS, and neither one of them gonna show alcohol stuff or drug related things. Then guess what? They're made free because there's no, there's nothing triggering the thing that they're being freed from. There's nothing there. So yeah, they can be 20, 30, 40 years sober. So how do you know you're fully healed if you're not putting yourself in places to know and to measure and to monitor your healing? 
you're not even putting yourself. I mean, that's anything. Even when you're having example, how how it in relationships because I'm pretty okay when it comes to female relationships. I'm actually real good when it comes to female relationships. No, you're not. Shut up, baby. Do we need to have these for your business? No, ma'am. No, because if that if a person frustrates you, if you feel like you have repeated yourself. That's Multiple not, times. That's not that. We're not going to rule that. That's but you say it. You're good. I'm just saying, that like, is the exception to the rule. That is the exception, honey. That's, that is, that's that the is exception. That is you can't use that now. Can I use that? But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> everything else but that. Okay. okay like, Okay, okay. So you cannot. Okay, so let let me give a prime example. If a person has a heart attack and they go through certain things, the doctor then says, "Hey, we got to put your heart under stress to make sure stress test." Right, to make sure that the heart is still good. Or do we need to examine another area in your heart so that you don't have this heart attack anymore? We're not measuring. We keep talking about, I need to heal, but ain't nobody measuring nothing. So you don't even know if you sufficiently heal or where you need to heal. All you keep saying is you, and I'm not just saying you. I'm saying there are plenty of people who say, oh, I just need to heal from this. I need to heal from that. The reason why I ain't in a relationship is because of this, that, and other. But you ain't even measuring your healing. You ain't even measuring areas that you need to heal. You may well, have- how do you- you How have do you to put yourself healing? in that place. So if rejection is the place that you need to heal, I ain't say you got to be in a full-fledged relationship, but at least, hey, dude, like, if you see somebody, shoot your shot. Girl, like, child. See what I'm talking about? My arm is broke. <laughs> do you know it's peeing the day to poop? Says the person who's way older than you who has been married and divorced, what you think? It's peeing there, sis. <laughs> Duh. It's peeing every pool. But there's also <laughs> a sis of chlorine that clean That's why they clean the pool out. Ooh, I mean, yeah. they clean the pool out and put the chlorine and kill all the germs. I mean, the men, the men who I be wanting, they don't want me. Maybe because it be the granddaddies, it be the granddaddies that be trying to holler. And maybe the reason why the men that want you, you won't don't want you, is because you not showing your shot. You not make yourself look available. I, girl, girl. Here recently, now. I let me say this: making yourself look available is not is not physical. That's the thing we get it. We get rid of. We so busy trying to create physical attraction that we forget that we're beyond physical. Well, honey, I mean, you just told your child before we start speaking, or maybe somebody else, your energy and your reputation enters the room before you do. It does. So if your energy 
is I want you, but you're not giving I want you energy. How he how he supposed to be attracted to you? I give. Well, hold on, let me back. Sometimes I be. No, hey, no, it's got to be consistent. You cannot. Here's here's my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving you no. I want you energy uh, consistently, and you ain't giving me no. I want you energy. But then you ain't trying to take a chance. No, some men are special, and it may take them a little bit longer. Some men don't know how to read nonverbal cues, so you have to be a little bit more consistent. Give examples to the people who don't know what nonverbal cues Nonverbal cues may be a smile. It may be, it may be a hello. It may be your your how just how you stand. Sometimes it's your energy. What's your energy like? It ain't got to be like come get me, look at me type energy, but an energy of confidence that you know who you are, but not so much so that you look unapproachable. Well, if that's the case, then folks say I look unapproachable all the time, but I'm, just, I'm sweet as pie. I'm sweet as pie, really? honey. Apple pie, to be exact. Dutch apple pie with the sprinkles on it. I'm, I'm all of the things. But if you looking unapproachable and many people have said that, then you need to check your nonverbal language. Listen, let me tell you something. I, You know, that that is, a, that is my defense mechanism. But and you- I've learned that those who take the time to get over the defense mechanism are usually the ones who are worth my time. Well, listen, why you got to have a defense mechanism all the time? Because I don't don't got time for no stuff. (laughs) Well, instead of you being defensive, just be a friend. I got a lot to lose, partner. If you up front, you ain't losing nothing. Pop Not necessarily. Ooh, this is good. I'm so glad you said that. Because there are men out there who you be up front with, and they still will play you to the L-E-F-T. But if they up front and you then that means your discernment not on. You're not asking God to give you discernment when you up front. So who's leading you? the process oh that's what we need to talk about who is leading you through the process you are front and they and they play you to the left are you being a front with discernment or are you just being a front just to be a front it just depends you know and it's no, just depends. Of- you still inconsistent if you go well, be- listen that's why i say what i say but you ain't even trying to make an effort to be consistent. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Listen. Listen. All I'm what? saying is it, it the the work and the actual intentionality that it takes for um relationships for me, I ain't there yet. Well, just just say, you know what? You ain't willing to do the work. And I can take that. Said, nah, I got the I'm willing to do the work. No, you're not. Because you just said, no, you're not. 
Don't, don't give me this. With the, with, I am with the person. That, yes, I am. Well, no, you're not. Because if you mm-hmm. only willing to do the work with who you wanted to do the work with, then you're not willing to do the work. You cannot be like, hey, when this person come, I'll do the work. No, you need to do the work now. You need to measure if you, what areas you need to do the work in, not just assume this is where I need to do the work in because this is where I've been working in. That's the problem. We sit here waiting, but we waiting while we still working on the same thing from 15 years ago. 10 years ago, I'm still working on this. Ma'am, sir, how do you know you've healed from something unless you put yourself in the place where you need to understand that that thing has or has not been healed? Okay, so once you put yourself in that position again and you realize you have not healed, what what are... Most of the times, it's not that you haven't healed. It's, it's where you have healed. It's the progression of your healing. That means you have been really working. That means you have been doing whatever you thought you need to be doing instead of really focusing on what you need to be doing. So for instance, let's take you because I know you, right? So I, you keep talking about this damaged can. A damaged can, when I think of someone who describes themselves as damaged can that means there's an external insecurity that they have not an internal insecurity because you know what's in the can is good it's just the outward appearance looks bad so that means that there's some insecurities that you have with your outward appearance when you say damaged can because the good still good, damage can or not, everything in the can, inside the can still is edible. It's just that the can's appearance looks unedible. But if you open the can, guess what? Everything's still intact. Ain't nothing damaged or contaminated. So when you say you describe yourself as damaged can, I feel like you struggle with external things. And it's true, I do. I mean, my biggest issue is external. A lot of the, well, I ain't gonna say a lot because I ain't got a lot of issues, but um, you make it seem like you got some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get on my nerves. I'm just saying what you say. Oh, anyways, <laughs> like they are. I have one or two or three. External things, but even that's why I am adamant that there are some things that I need to get in. But how are you measuring myself? How are you measuring your healing? How are you knowing exactly what areas you need to focus on in your healing? How do you know you have not successfully healed in those areas if you're not testing your air? I ain't saying going out here to go have no sense with nobody. I ain't saying go out here, jump no bones, don't kiss nobody. I'm saying to you, if you're not putting yourself in a position to show where you've been healed at or the areas to see where you've been working at, then you ain't, how you know? How, how you know what to focus on? Oh, I just know this. I'm just insecure in this area. Okay. But what particular area? We so we so general that we miss moments of simplicity. 
Well, I just know I'm just fat and um, I just need to get my hair done and whatever. Or <laughs> I, with my body unproportionate, so I'm going to go on this diet. But is it truly your body? Because let me tell you something. You can lose all the weight you needed to lose. But if your mind ain't right, if the internal ain't lined up with the external, you ain't going to never be healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And that's why, you know, I for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I would say this year has been a year of me being intentional, exercising to see if I lose the weight, do do I feel better mentally? Um, does my mindset change around, you know, this particular thing? And Mm, it did a little bit, but you know, I thought I lost those 30 pounds. I'm just kind of like, child, I was cute when I was however many pounds I was at first. And so um it wasn't that. And so I began to ask God to reveal whatever it is, you know, and he's still yet revealing, but that is a great example of how. I'm trying to measure or find out where the root is. Because what you're saying is we're dealing with a lot of surface or trying to um, fix surface things instead of getting to the root. That's what you're saying. That's what I said. Good, good, good interpretation. That's exactly what I'm saying. But I feel that. But we making surface things root issues. That's what I'm saying. You're making surface things root issues. And why why do you think many of us do that? Because it ain't just me now. We oh, I know it ain't just you. I'm in the number. Hey. I'm <laughs> in the number. Hey. I, and, oh, oh, this that's is why I'm talking about it, because I'm in the number too. But I Hi. realize that it's word curses that got me here. It is being bullied that got me here. It is nobody affirming me that got Mm. me here. There is the inability to make myself look great so I can make the family look great that got me here. It is the overachievement and overachieving Mm. things that I did to get me here. It is, I'm going to make my name great that got me here. I'm going to trust God because he going to be my provider that got me here. Instead of being realistic with myself with like, God, I trust you, but I need you to show me me through your eyes and let me trust that vision me. That basically, uh, what's that scripture? (laughs) uh is it his strength is made perfect in your weakness that too but i love the fact that it says and he will sing a song over you daily yes girl i know my bible or in 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 Psalms 139 and what is it one night 111 112 where it says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. And a and lot I of times we miss we miss that. We too mm-hmm. busy trying to meet societal a, a societal um yeses than to recognize God's yeses. 
So mm-hmm. this is how we get to the place where we talk about, no, I can't get to I do because I don't meet societal standards. But what do you do when this, when the world that you live in and the, the, the relationships that are, that we have, or, you know, the people that we meet are, that that's what they deem as the standard. So well, if that's if that be the case, then let's not, those are not the people I want to deal with. I want to deal with people who have God vision, who, who realize it ain't about my physical appearance it, first, right? Like I need to be attracted. Yes, you do need to be attracted to whomever you say I do to. Yes, I'm not saying do not be attracted to the person you say I do to. But my attraction ain't going nowhere. Right. My attraction does not end with physical. My attraction should be holistic. If I'm not holistically attracted to you, then why am I with you? Because this define holistic holistic attraction means i am attracted to you physically mentally emotionally and spiritual that means you can grow my you you turn on my spirit man you (laughs) this thing you turn on my spirit man because you know how to speak and grow me into another level you leave me thinking that means you mentally challenge me you cause me to feel as though I can go to another level in conversation with you because you're speaking life and vision to me. And you remind me that my wholeness is not based upon me alone, that I have to trust God and him and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And just in case he, I didn't know that he came to me, that he brought you and sent you me so that I can go to another level in me and I'm supposed to help grow you. And because you challenged me and I challenged you, there's a friction. So iron shoppers, iron and that's the holistic part and then you know how to speak affirmation you know what my love language is before i even introduce it to you you know how to speak it and you speak it fluently and without effort that's holistic you don't just see all of this fitness you see beyond that you're trying to you trying to be out here holistic loving folks and they don't even know Holistic up in this thing. Let me say it one more time. Holistic. <laughs> you know what? Holistic. Yes, that's what holistic is. Holistic attraction is effortless. But that's synergy. Essentially, that's chemistry. That's, that's just chemistry. Because you can have chemistry and no holistic. He can, you can have chemistry. You can be holistic. You can be attracted to that person, have chemistry with that person, but they can't have no good conversation. They don't grow you in God. Well, honey, I'm sorry. I don't sorry even know. Matter of fact, y'all don't even know Jesus. <laughs> you don't know Jesus while we're here. Why are we here if you don't know Jesus? Because you was so you was chemistry attracted to him. <laughs> yeah, chemistry's connected. Listen, I'm out here holistic. <laughs> loving old folks and they'll leave I am mad at this. What is this dance you doing? Holistic. 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 I'm mad at you, please. But that's how, I mean, for me, because I have struggled with 
external things, that's how I look at a person or look at a potential um, mate. I don't look at the outward appearance anymore. Um, these days, I am more focused on your purpose, speaking to your future, speaking to what I see, because essentially I'm a prophetic vessel. And so when I see people or when I see men and I'm looking at them, I don't see the outward, I see the inward. And, you know, of course, I'm going to speak to the future you or the quote unquote potential of you. And sometimes we run into those, I can only speak for me. Um, we run into those moments where you, because you can see, you fall in those areas where you can potentially fall in love with their potential. And they never reach that. Most women do fall in love with a man's potential. That's why we're the helpmates. Because we see futuristic things about that person. Most women. So, 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 so sis, tell them how, how do you feel? Hey, I married a man based upon his potential. Oh. We're going to pray he get there one day. Hallelujah. <laughs> so that I mean, what what do you do? I mean, as a and and I want to talk. I want to kind of shift a little bit towards those who are prophetic individuals and seeking, you know, relationships. How do you um, manage that? Being prophetic and you can see and you know what to speak to. You know the words to speak. What if that person, like, at what point do you stop seeing the potential and see the reality of a person? Because you live in two worlds. If you're listen, I know I live in two worlds. I know I live. Oh, as a person, you. Here's the thing: you only you if there's no way you can stop seeing one or the other. That's like saying close one of your eyes and just look at the other one. The whole thing. Ooh, There's no way you need. You need that is a good example. We out here winking. You that. you winking, and they up here thinking you you coming to attract them, and so they come to you, right? Like you winking, they think you flirting. Listen, your prophetic gift doesn't. It cannot be turned on and off. It's like, okay. It's it's there. Anybody sure who is. operates in that space, in that era, in that gifting, is there. Here's the thing. You have to ask for wisdom on when and how. That's why you have to be, you have to use discernment when you're dating. Because everybody can't handle your prophetic giving. Every, they show can't. It's scared from me. Some people are scared. Some people are intimidated. And some people are unsure about it. So you can't just be in here whole. You know what I see. I saw the Lord. He told me. Let me tell you what he told me. He told me that you're going to get some money, huh? And it's going to come in the form of this. Yes, the Lord told you that. Yes, he told me that I was praying for you. I was interceding. And um, in my prayer time, the Holy Spirit just dropped this in my spirit. You have to ask God to give you the language that you need to have for the person that you're dating. Let me you tell you something. I, probably, 
you remember when I told no did I tell you that no I don't think I told you that because that's when I was a little bit younger I was five five and six seven eight nine ten years younger I had, was talking to this person and I wrote them a self page letter about what I saw oh, you no. remember that yes I do don't look we, we ain't gonna go deep now but even in that, even with, even because you saw it, the question is, did he ask you to reveal it? So many times we want to see stuff and hear stuff, but we don't never ask daddy. Not something. Sometimes we'll never ask and daddy. I, and back then, I was so gung-ho. Listen. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing. A, tr- a prophecy can't happen unless both parties doing their part. This is true. This is true. And so that's why, you know, I, I that's another reason why, you know, I don't want to scare nobody else. I really but don't. Why, why you got to always show people that part of you first? Because, because listen, you, you got to know what that comes with me being upfront. But listen, that even in your upfrontness, you don't have to be bold. Like, ain't nobody got, hey, by the way, you know I'm a prophet and I see everything. I don't, not, I don't like that P word. I don't like that P word. I'm just, I'm, I'm just Cynthia. So then you ain't trying to be up front if you ain't going to be up front. Be all the way up front. You can't be selective. See, that's the problem. You be selective in your upfrontness. I'm be upfront. I'm be bold and upfront about this, but not bold and upfront about that. Then well, I would say this, like what's the problem? I don't you you in this day and age, you don't just be throwing that P word around. Huh? Well, I didn't say you got to throw the P word around. Here's the thing. You ain't got you ain't got to introduce God to nobody. If you are God, if you are a Christian, if you're a believer, guess what? People will sense it. The enemy senses Christians too. Why well, we got to feel like, oh, you know, by the way I go to church. No, no, you're going to see my my words. My lifestyle. You know, my lifestyle will reflect the works of God. I don't have to tell you anything. You will see it. And what you are attracted to, you will be attracted to the totality of me because you'll see all the words and not just the words you want. I want you to see. But you know, moths are attracted to light as well. And so the, moths, the moths is, are nothing but ugly butterflies. And if you know, and if you got your discernment on, then you know what a, you know if it's a mouth or a butterfly. That's what I was gonna say. Like you, you really what I'm learning is that discernment is key in relationships you really got to have your discernment on point because activating discernment is what you know keeps the the foolery away you know I mean we all had moments where our discernment just wasn't there like and we have stupid moments or sometimes we just de- desperate that we're willing to to deafen the voice of our discernment just to have what we want. Hello, Shandrika. But it's okay, even in that, you know, I've learned to forgive myself in those moments when I knew, like, without a shadow of a doubt, Cynthia, you, you did God. wrong. Ain't no that God. ain't God. <laughs> you, you trying to put God on it, but there ain't nothing about that God. Right. So 
what are we taking away from this conversation? I need to be more open. And you need to measure your healing. (laughs) (laughs) You really get on my nerves. This episode, let me tell you, I didn't try. I wasn't wasn't signing up for therapy tonight. And I wasn't trying to be your therapist tonight either. I know you lie. (laughs) You another one. I was not trying to be your therapist. I was just making a statement. Now, how you took that statement is is your interpretation. But she was not trying to be a therapist tonight. She was just asking questions. I just really, you know, I appreciate you because we all have blind spots and you can't really gauge where you are. So you definitely helped me see what was what. Listen, I'm glad I did. And y'all, y'all may hear some children in the background, them hush children, okay? So this episode, then that must mean that the, the enemy is really trying to distract some things because that's the first time they've ever come in. They knew we was recording, okay? They knew y'all. But hopefully our production team can do something about that. I mean, just call her name like she ain't recording. But anyway... <laughs> Well, my takeaway is this, that we have to get to a place that we uh, exude all qualities of God, including our in our confidence, and that we literally have to be consistent in our discernment. Like, that is something that I'm taking away. And we hope that you all took some notes in the midst of our laughter, in the midst of our rant and yes. rant. Yes, because this was good. This was really good. Even though I had to be the guinea pig, but hey, it, that's what we here for. You open your That's what we here for. <laughs> anyway well listen we appreciate y'all thank y'all for being so awesome and being great leader uh great leaders great yes being great thank leaders. You, praise god thank i receive it in the name of jesus being a great leader being great leaders in the earth in the marketplace yeah um oh awesome. we didn't announce our community partners um we do that in the intro um we did it backwards today, so I'm kind of out of way. We do that in the intro. She just, it's y'all know we've already forewarned you. We take late. <laughs> so don't judge us. Judge Listen. No, it's judge your mammy, okay? No, your oh. mother. We're being proper. Why we got to be all unsophisticated like we ain't got no education <laughs> well we degreed up over here on this all the way oh, okay they're trying to give me another degree but i don't want i don't want it don't Why not? It. on that note y'all have a uh-uh, great day night evening afternoon morning have a great one and we will be back on next week with another episode of Jesus Plus Therapy, sis. Hey. Yes. <laughs>